Everybody, welcome back to Wicked Good Sports, and welcome back to the Villa, the Villa Villa, where we cover Aston Villa with the biggest Aston Villa fan in America, Mr. Aaron Slater. Aaron, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well, Brian. How about you? Doing quite well as well. And yeah, a three to one victory over Burnley. I I know we weren't terribly concerned in the last episode, but still always good to get a solid win. What'd you see out there? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, we still got to go out there and play the game and we just can't hand uh, games over to anybody. So we need to go out there and get three points. And that's exactly what we did this uh, Sunday. So um, I saw a team that actually set up completely different than they had in the last two mat- last two Premier League matches. The last match would have been the Hibs and we actually set up in a three-back set. Um, I, I think this is kind of a... It, a newish thing that Unai is doing. Um, we have good, capable. He wants to get his wingers up. He wants to push, get more attacking front out of out of Matty Cash and Luca Dean, who have been playing way more attacking style football, and then be able to secure uh, the the defensive side by having a three center back set. So it it worked out in this match, and obviously Matty Cash definitely benefited from this, getting a brace. Um, played extremely well between um, him and Diaby playing, uh, having a very, very nice connection with each other and being able to um, work the ball with each other up and down the pitch. Um, everybody really had a, a, a well-rounded match and, and I, I can't take credit cause I didn't see this, but one of the writers in the athletic um, Jacob, uh, I got his name right here, actually, for a change. Jacob Tanswell actually noticed that um, Villa played with the least amount of possession that they have this season at, with 44% of the possession. But they also sat back farther, and they allowed Burnley to come on to them because Unai had noticed – this is his statement. Unai had noticed, and his um, analytical crew, that – Burnley in their last couple matches, if you play off of them, they're not as threatening. It's like it's like uh, in, in basketball, dare dare the shooter to shoot if they can't shoot well. Right. So essentially, that's what Unai did to Burnley: shoot if you can, mm-hmm. but we know you can't. So. Yeah, always devastating in pickup games when they're like, "Let them shoot." <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> "Wait, can I? Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure now." <laughs> Brick. Ah, that's right. I can't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man so yeah all, all in all solid win and solid three points here we're in what seventh place we discussed before yep, so place. good stuff uh, you know keeping the good the good times rolling the good yep. vibes as it um, were since the start of 2023 unai sits in second place tied in second with the most points picked up from uh, a manager so obviously pep is first but it's, yeah, it's right. him, then Pep, and then I can't remember who sits below him, but it, it's 49 points he's picked up. It's He's done a phenomenal job, and this is more than what I've anticipated. And now I'm only excited for more, and and, yep. and this fan base should be extremely happy that we're doing so well, that we're getting these players to just play as a cohesive team. And that's what we had complained about in, when we started this podcast was that there wasn't much, there wasn't too much cohesiveness. They seemed very dysfunctional. That's just gone. They're, mm-hmm. they're working for, they're working for a prize. 
and they're so focused and you could see it in the players when when they make a mistake unai isn't like bagging on him but he will correct you mm-hmm. he'll tell you what you did and you do it right so i, I mean that's that's how winners think yeah he's it, it's really been great i feel like ever since <laughs> we started the show it's just been like damn this is perfect we're up <laughs> we're, we're going to the moon baby yes all right so we got a Europa Conference League. I had to read that off because you know me trying to keep <laughs> track of everything. We talked about it last week where they won 5 0. Um, this is the second leg, as you explained. It's a you know cumulative match where as long as Villa doesn't lose six to nothing, or as long as you know it's not five five to cause a tie, they will advance. Uh, what are you thinking about this? game at the time of recording is tomorrow the time this comes out it'll be later today at uh, 3 p.m so uh yeah tell me what you're thinking about this match so this match really is set up for a lot of the youngsters which is super beneficial we don't have to play our full squad um robin olsen will probably get another start uh, he had replaced emmy last week uh due to a calf injury he he played well enough um in the match against Burnley, so he should do the same. And Villa should really just dominate this match as well. Um, whether it's – they could give up a goal just because it's youngsters that possibly go out. I, I'm not entirely sure. If I was uh, Unai, I would probably throw out youngsters. But um, he might also just want to say, we're home and we're going to beat you in the dirt, and this is how it's going to be. Either way, we're coming out with a win and we're moving on. And I don't know how the, the moving on works either. So I, I haven't looked into that, whether it goes we're going into the group stage, group stages or if we have to play another playoff. But either way, we're moving on. Yeah, we'll find out. Um, it's not updated on Google, so I assume it, it depends on, you know, Most other likely. teams and how, how it all shakes out. But, you know, we'll be there yep. to cover it. So final thing, we got Liverpool coming up September third that's this sunday what are your thoughts on that match this match is going to be obviously a lot tougher this is going to be like uh the newcastle match essentially because we're at anfield anfield is also a very hostile uh park to play in um that's where a lot of people think that's where arsenal uh met their demise and then slowly started to fall because of that whole granite shaka thing um but that's that's last year. That's in the past for Arsenal. That's for Red to talk about. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. Um, <laughs> so these matches between Liverpool and Villa have been closely contested. In fact, a lot of the matches Villa have had the lead up until like the 80th, 90th minute at the end of the match, where they either get um, Liverpool score a goal to draw or a couple goals to go ahead. Uh, I had said in swinging at shins with Woodsy uh, that. My prediction was a four-two win. I just I I don't have. No, I love that. I'm I, I'm into it. I don't have any reason to believe this. Mm-hmm. I just want it to happen. That's all. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta just you know put it out there into the universe and manifest that, uh, it. Yeah, exactly. Manifest <laughs> it and. You know, sometimes without any rhyme or reason, and and when it works out, you get to gloat. That's yeah. the, the fun part of sports. You know. Uh, this this match will probably be. Very, it's probably this is probably one of the top matches, uh, top three matches of the weekend here. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna be high press. It's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be wide open, or maybe it won't be. I hope it is because that's just that makes for a fun match to be honest. But yeah, um, I, like I said, I think Villa 
I'm manifesting Villa winning. <laughs> I'll take a draw. It is Anfield. I will take a draw, but I'm manifesting a win. All right. I love it. Well, you know, of course, be back next week to see how that yep. went. Do you want to, you, you already mentioned it, but do you want to uh, give a little tease for what was happening in Swing and Shins this week? Sure. Um, Woodsy and I talked about now that I forgot everything and it's like taking a test and you're like, I studied so hard or, you know, I studied three minutes prior and you're like, I don't remember anything. What just, what did I just retain? Um, we talk about Virgil van Dyke's red card, who I actually forgot to say that is he's going to be out. He's a critical player for Liverpool. You got a straight red card. Um, we discussed whether it was and what the PGM P is it PM? No, wait, I think I was right the first time P G M O L or P M G O L something of those letters. It's gotta be, it's too long. It just needs to be like three. Give me three. Um, yeah. Whether yeah. they WGS, you don't need more. <laughs> Come on. Three. That's all I need. Um, S A S swinging the chins. Exactly. See, everything comes in good in threes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're, we discussed whether or not that there needs to be um, an independent VAR body and uh, whether or not that there's too, too many changes that uh, the refs have implemented and now they're all confused and everything they don't know what to do they're just calling however they feel like it so mm. that was, I'm, that was... I'm, I'm always glad to hear whether it's talking to you or talking to chris about hockey mm -hmm. that it's not just like the nfl's refs that are confused oh. it's all the refs everywhere very confused yep they i mean there was a ton of rule changes that they they wanted to have happen and they're trying to press for the refs here they're trying to protect the refs a little better but it's just it's become very it's become risky for the refs to be honest if i mm -hmm. like they just don't know what to call anymore right it's like well we have var but that doesn't really cover it but we're mm -hmm. also doing um you can't kick the ball away for time wasting you definitely can't do time wasting you can't call for yellow cards uh, i just there's all of that is incredible like it's a lot of things for the ref to think about in just one season they that's what we discuss yeah so if you want to hear an in-depth conversation on that check out swinging at shins of course always the first link in the description here as well and it's on youtube it's on all the podcast services mm -hmm. so go check it out uh other than that aaron anything that we didn't mention that you wanted to mm, go to beer garden go to the beer garden go to beer yeah. garden it's a fantastic place. Breeds breeds great culture. Absolutely. So check that out. And uh, other than that, busy week coming up next week. I'm going to be doing predictions for every NFL conference. I'm going to be, you know, making my Super Bowl pick, all that, so that in, what is it, six months, we can come back and laugh at how wrong <laughs> I was and everything. Like my pick that the Baltimore Ravens were going to win the Super Bowl last year, which Ooh. didn't happen. Um, yeah, it wasn't even that close. No. They made the playoffs, but yeah, Lamar Jackson got hurt, and once he got hurt, that was, that was about it. Yeah, but, I don't uh, know from there. So yes, uh, lots of fun stuff. We got hockey talk, and basketball is also coming back soon, so we're going to be like really full up. I know it's been a little sparse, but you know. What happens in the back. summer? 
it yeah, is. Yeah. yeah, there's a lull for sure. And, and plus, you know, you want you want people to have fun during the summer. You of don't course. want to be like we have to record right <laughs> now. <laughs> That's true. So, other than that, and thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Brian. And we'll see you all in the next one. <laughs>